Hello, everybody, guys and gals, to the Dick and Butter podcast. My name is Alex. I am Jesse. AKA Thick. And Butter. And this is episode number 55. Oh! Uh, we, um, uh, number five of the uh, separated, uh, can't be together. Alone at home. But this is a very special episode for a few reasons. One, um, we are now college graduates. Which, which, you know what's really cool about that? hmm. That It makes us qualified to be doing this podcast. Right. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's true. We're cinema majors now. That's true. We've been schooled in this. You know what? I didn't even think about that. Because in my own head, I'm still just like this film fan. I've been thinking about that all week, baby. But technically, we have degrees in cinema. Yeah. Well, not technically, we do. Um... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we have we legit ass butt fucking degrees, dude. Which is pretty cool. And, you know, this works. We graduated on Saturday. And if you guys don't know, this is a pandemic. And so, um, <laughs> in case you don't get it now, um, which can you be, Can you imagine if you just dropped out there. <laughs> like a hard truth on somebody? What the fuck? But it's a pandemic. What are you Wait a minute. Think of Butters telling me there's a pandemic, Mom. Is that true? <laughs> that will get my whole life. And someone was like, I found out that there's a pandemic for your podcast. We just get instant messages. Thanks for ruining my life, yeah. asshole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this is a monumental moment because, you know, we had to, we live streamed our graduation. <laughs> and. It was, you know, we were watching our own graduation from the comfort of our own, of our own homes, which was, yeah. like, sad, but also it was kind of nice because I had, like, a mimosa, and I could yell at the screen, and I could, yeah. you know, it was fun, you know, it was fun. Was in the fun. alternative reality where we're living in that one fucks world where there's no pandemic, yeah, right. then we would have had to be sitting there for four hours, which is what everyone else yeah, in the world has one, done. But that's one thing. That's the good thing. The bad thing is, I wish we were all together and yeah. celebrating this occasion. But, yeah. you know, it'll happen at some point. Uh, I think our school uh, and I, I, I know some other colleges are planning on doing a real commencement at some point. Yeah, uh, when you know there isn't a virus out out in the air. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, but I also want to take a moment and say that we've almost been doing this podcast for two years. This is a, we're really one crazy. and a half years, or more than that actually, than doing this podcast. So we started doing yeah. it our sophomore. Wait, when the fuck? Did I think junior it was September. Yeah, junior, year? junior year? September? Yeah. yeah. September of our junior year, we started doing this podcast, and it kind of came from <laughs> us being friends from school and just talking about movies all the time, and we were just like, well... And I think it also came from our circle of friends weren't as, as into cinema as much as you and I are. And yes. I think it was an outlet to be like, okay, let's let's give ourselves a reason 
to have these <laughs> two-hour-long conversations about Venom, you know? Right. So... So uh, we're just not like talking our friends' ear off because we would just have conversations and everyone would be around. It's like, what? What, I, yeah, what do I, I say? It's the same thing as someone if I was friends with chemistry people and they were just talking about, you know, the, biomes the, and the, <laughs> <laughs> shit. You know, the latest experiments they're doing. I wouldn't know what they're talking about. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it, but I mean, I think, I think it was therapeutic for both. I think it still is. I think it's therapeutic yeah. for both of us. And I just wanted to say that because I think this is a pretty, this is a new generation of the, pod, of the podcast now. We don't have yeah. restrictions of being in school. Uh, yeah. We're going to continue doing this, hopefully, for as long as we can. Um, and, you know, I'm very excited for the future of it. Um, yeah, me too, man. I hope that some new movies come out <laughs> so yeah we can talk you know, about, we can talk about them. some new stuff um and yeah i just wanted to put that out there yeah i, I appreciate that because it it has been just one of those it's, it's been a constant thing it feels like it's something we've been doing like forever now right. and it's just become a huge part of of my life in school and y you know it is pretty monumental that when school literally fell apart, this was something that stayed constant. Absolutely, you know? yeah. So even though with with the world going to shit and everything going out of normal, we still had this as yeah. some semblance of normal, even though it's been, you know, it's just it's just yeah. a nice point of consistency. Absolutely, I think I think it was needed. I think it still is needed in these strange strange times <laughs> yeah. that we are currently in. Um, so anyway. The sob story. Shit. Here's to many more, and here's to one more at least. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to one, at least. Yeah. Um. So I wanted to ask you some, some more graduation stuff. So yeah, what's up? What was the well, when you when you saw your name? Yeah. Up on that, because you. <laughs> what was your what was your initial like feeling that you had? Well, the first thing, I had to really find it because I missed it the first time. I might have missed yeah. it the second time, too. But, um, yeah, I missed it, too. I know. The first thing, yeah, the first thing I was feeling when I was watching this name scroll by was panic because I was yeah. worried I didn't pass. So, and I had <laughs> oh, no confirmation. Dude, I, got a, I got a story to tell you after this. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. man. <laughs> well, so when I, when, I, when I saw my name, it was, um, it was weird. It was anticlimactic, I guess, yes, is the biggest thing to it. It was anticlimactic. Yeah. It just wasn't... It didn't really... And for a long time after, his mom, was, mom asked me... Um, I, I, I think she asked me, it's like, does, was this good closure? Does it feel like it's over? And it's, and it's like, no, yeah. not at all. I yeah. just feel like a leaf on the wind. But yeah. <laughs> I felt like... I, I think I said... It was cool. Though. Yeah. It was cool. <laughs> I think it would have been more impactful if we were all there. And, Definitely. Like, we were celebrating it. But Definitely. I just felt like I graduated high school again. And yeah. it was also this weird digital thing where it was just like, there's, there's my name. I guess yeah. I graduated. It's not like this human interaction that you have when you graduate, where you yeah. walk up to the, to the, you know, headmaster or whatever, and they hand you a piece of paper. 
Yeah. I don't even have that diploma yet. I don't even yeah. have the certification that I graduated. I think I graduated, but how would yeah. I know? I just saw my name on a, on a computer screen, you know? Like, yeah. I, I don't know. Like, I need, I need that piece of paper. I need that certification that I graduated from Denison University. You know what I yeah. mean? I need and I that. think I think the thing what you're saying about not being together is a big part because there's a big energy around everyone absolutely. being in the groove of graduating. Totally. See, everyone gets hyped, dude. Yeah, absolutely. And we, we don't miss that. You can't get hype when you're just watching the screen. I was there <laughs> yeah. with my mom. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I'm not going to get hype over yeah. this. You know, I got to yeah. stay cool. Yeah. <laughs> I got to stay cool from my mom. Um, but yeah, it was, it was interesting. It was weird. But So I got a story to tell you. Yeah, tell me so your story. The, so the day before... <laughs> the day before graduation, this is like Friday. May 15th, yeah, Friday. Yeah, I woke up at 11.30, like I always do, and I look yeah. at these days, and I look at my phone, and I was like, all right, let's check my email, see if Denison has sent me any information about this cockerel degrees or whatever. Yeah. And I looked at it, and I got this email that says, you have failed a class. And so you, I was like, and it was like, oh, in, shit. and it was like intro, to, <laughs> and it was like intro to Bible class, and I was oh, like, fuck. what the fuck? So I sprung out of bed, and yeah. I, I frankly sent her an email back because I filed for satisfactory, unsatisfactory, like right a week and a half ago, and I didn't want to do the assignments for this class that I was taking because I had like I was. There were just hours, you know? Yeah. So it was like, oh, if I could get out of this, that would be great. And yeah. From day one, my professor was like, you know, file for satisfactory, unsatisfactory. You have, you've got go. enough work. You've got enough work to do to get satisfactory, so you can do that. Yeah. So it was like, all right, I'm going to do that. So, like, three weeks before the deadline, I <laughs> applied for this. So I was like, I'm. I'm good, man. And, uh, <laughs> Wrap that in the bow. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I woke up and I was like, what the fuck? And I went. Dude. So I sent the email. I was like, hey, this might be a misunderstanding. This was the registrar. And I did an email my teacher when I was going to do this. And I was like, oh, maybe she didn't get the memo or something. Like, right. Or I, and then I, my brain was like, did I miss something? Was I supposed to turn something in to get yeah. that satisfactory? So... Like, I, I go look at my grades, and, like, you know, all four of my classes, good grades, and then, <laughs> just F. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> and, so, and so I am, like, I'm in the, I haven't called my parents or anything. I'm literally in my room by myself, just like, what, is, what the fuck is happening? And yeah. I sent this very nice long email to my professor, and I was like, hey, uh, I failed the class somehow. I would like to graduate. So if there's <laughs> any way that I could remedy this, please let me know. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And so 10 minutes, I'm sweating. I'm sitting. I'm like, I'm preparing to do something. Like, I have my computer. I'm preparing yeah. to get this email to be like, hey, do this. Write the fastest this. six page paper <laughs> yeah. of your life. <laughs> yeah. So, so. So, but like 10 minutes go by and she sends me an email and goes, oh my God, I am so fucking sorry. I, this is a complete misunderstanding. I will change it. And within the minute, it changed from an S or an F to an S. And I was like, 
So <laughs> then I walk down and then I walk downstairs and my parents are in the living room and I just look <laughs> Why like, are you wet, Alex? Yeah, I, just, I, look, I, just, <laughs> I just look shell shocked and they're like what happened though? I was just like, dude, I started like warning off with a heart attack. So <laughs> So that wow, was that's, my, that's was, a nightmare. And then I thought, I was like, man, I heard all these stories of, you know, Zoom classes not going well and yeah. stuff like that. And I was like, man, I haven't really had that, you know? I haven't really had a, a mishap through this internet learning. And yeah. sure enough, this happened. So I guess it's yeah. like my, <laughs> you know, it had to happen, you know, at some point. But, yeah. oh my God, man. Man, that is, that is stressful, stressful twenty minutes of my life. Man, if you if they were like the universe was just like you know, this kid hasn't been through enough. This no. is one final frontier, just one yeah. last you know, just uh, right <laughs> up the ass before before it gets Real out of here. Life. <laughs> <laughs> You're cleansed now, dude. How does it how yeah. does it feel like? being being on the other side like taking that step where you know there's no boundaries anymore we're not in that yeah. we're not in that world we're, we're in the big world now what how's that feel i don't really know how to feel to be honest yeah it's really weird because it's like well it's it's super weird because under the circumstances because the world is still shut down right now yeah so it's like this weird thing where i graduated college and i like you know, you know the saying that the world is in front of you. Mm -hmm. But in my, in my, like, as of now, it's like, well, the world isn't working. Anywhere. Yeah. So, yeah. there's nowhere really to go right now. So, like, right now, I'm kind of, like, feeling kind of lost and kind of just, like, I don't know. I don't know what to do next. <laughs> I yeah. graduated three days ago. But, yeah. you know, it's strange. But, I mean, I think... We'll get through it. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like it's kind of like fantasizing about it when you're like fantasizing about your life in the future when yeah. you're still at home. So you're fantasizing like graduating college and going getting a job, right. but you can't quite picture what it's gonna look like. Yeah. So we're just like we're just kind of like floating like. Yeah, it's almost it's the so I'm graduating. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going up into the world next. <laughs> Wonder what that's gonna be like. Yeah. Just waiting it's, for it to happen. Yeah, it's just weird like uncertainty of everything. It's yeah. So like I think throwing like chakras off, you know what I mean? Dude, brother, my chakras has been all over the yeah, place. All over. I don't even know where at least one is. Yeah. I'm running on like five chakras. How many are there? Seven? I dude, I don't even know what a chakra is. Just... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I'm missing two chakras. That's what it like feels like. It's a good word. Hey, I I mean it relates to me. It speaks is it, to is chakras part of like astrology, like part of not astrology. I think it's but... part of Buddhism. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is astrology like your moon sign and all that? Yeah, like, yeah. That's yeah. Astrology well astrology's, astrology's like horoscope. Study of space. <laughs> I I really hope I really hope that the same guy that we broke their world about the pandemic is like a like an astrology right. enthusiast and it's like you ruined my world yeah, and he, you're you're shitting on my art. He immediately deletes, unsubscribes, fucking throws out the window. It's like what when you're born. Don't know what astrology is? Why the hell are they listening to it? <laughs> or they cool. they send they send us this it's like when are you guys born or like uh this date and they say fucking Scorpios and he never like blocks us. <laughs> <laughs> fucking piece of shit Capricorns.
Let me let me check what a chakra. I think I'm a I'm an Aquarius. Do you know what you are? No, I don't. I don't know how to find out even. I think we'll just look it up. All right, let's, let's What's Alex Deathrose? Comes <laughs> <laughs> up, scariest shit ever. Chakras. What is a chakra? Chakra what? test. What wait is a, a chakra test like? Wait, wait. What's the chakra? <laughs> wait, what, what's the cat? Is that your moon sign? Moon sign. Uh, wait, is that what that is? Wait, what are the Capricorns and, and all that Capricorn shit? Horoscope. 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 Yeah, what? Horoscope. Is... There's horoscope chakras, dude. Our world are combining. Wait, what? What's a horoscope okay, chakra? Okay, I got it, I got it. Okay, you are a... Wait, so your birthday is January... Wait, January okay, 27th. Yeah, 27th. Oh, sorry. So you're an Aquarius. Good, 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 good. I know my star sign or my moon sign. So I am a Virgo. Virgo. Which that sounds right. We will be a virgin for life. Which oh. <laughs> Superpowers, like, though. I'm pretty though. sure that, that's what that means. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, okay. this is fun. Oh, dude, this is, this is fun. All right, so, okay. So we're a, so we have the... I, in front of me, I have the attributes of what an okay. <laughs> what an All right, let's see if you fit. Let's see if you fit the. Uh, let's fit the Aquarius, all right? Uh, uh, my 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 trust is 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 so I'm so trustful of this. Um, what a, I'm the judge, so. Yeah. Are you unique? Yes. Oh uh, boy. <laughs> this is my favorite. Tolerant. You're pretty tolerable, I would say. Yeah. Tol I'm, I am tolerable. People yeah, can tolerate me. I can't tolerate shit. <laughs> calm. Yeah, you're calm. Okay. Independent, for sure. Smart, for sure. Practical, for sure. Damn. Rebel? I don't know about that. I don't think you're I very rebellious. Yeah, Did you I say rebel rebellious? I'm not rebellious. I <sighs> were you ever rebellious as a kid? I can't see you being like, "Fuck you, see, mom!" And like I wasn't. I wasn't like smoking crap behind the barn. <laughs> see, I was a good. I was a good boy, but I was kind yeah. of a bitch. So like, I would never quite fit into <laughs> what I was supposed to be doing. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was rebellious because I was a bitch. Well, I'm confused because like. Are you all, wait, look up Moonsign. Go on, like, the first link. <laughs> Moonsign.com? No, I think it's called, it's called the U.S. Sun. That's what I want. I just type in looks like, looks like, <laughs> I just type in looks like Moonsign. And okay, I have this chart. What's, because what's my Moonsign? Because these, there's... Hey, hey, shout out, shout out to higher education, because what yeah. we're doing right now, this is, this is research. Yeah. And what we're also doing is that we're fact-checking each other right. by collaborating on this research. Yeah. So shout out to higher education. We wouldn't be able to do it without you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> am, I, am I on the moon sign, moon sign calculator? Is that what I'm supposed I to go that, to? I, don't, I think that's what. No, I'm horoscope. Hold on. We're looking at horoscope. our horoscopes. So but, what's my well, horoscope? Well, I'm confused because on this website it has light. Like, there are three attributes that are, like, dark. So I don't know, like, oh. it says fickle, disobedient, hasty, and rebel. You're not either one of those. So maybe mm, that means, yeah. maybe that means, like, oh, weaknesses. Okay, so 
Here we go. That, this is you, dude. You're totally an Aquarius. So, rebel means that you're not a rebel. And hasty, you're not hasty. You're uh -huh. definitely not fickle. I don't even know what fucking that means. Like, I'm <laughs> definitely not it. What well, does actually, fickle I mean? I'm gonna, well, let me pull up my dictionary. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wow. We're fact-checking like that then today. Hey, this is because we graduated. We're not kids anymore. We don't take yeah. our shit lightly. Fickle. I still can't find this website that you're on. Likely to change. I'll cut Espe especially due to Caprice. <laughs> <laughs> wait, what? Listen, I'm college educated. Oh, if there's a word I don't know, it's not fucking real. Well, it says... Wait, fickle? That, wait, is that the definition of fickle that you found? Yeah. Okay, this one says, changing frequently. Especially as, as regards one's loyalties, interests, or affection. Yeah. You're not fickle. I'm not. No, you're I, I wouldn't like, say very much like that. When you meet someone, you're pretty like, I like this person, and then stop yeah. changing. I'm a pretty, I'm a pretty, yeah, I'm a yeah. pretty permanent boy. Interesting. Alright, let's look at me now. Wait, so is this, is this, you can't see that at all. Is this beautiful thing? I mean, where you are? Horoscopes.com? No, yeah, let, let me test it to you. Yeah, that's that's gonna be easier. But yeah, well, I'm looking. I'm curious about me because I'm looking at this Virgo thing, and I'm already like, already like, what the fuck is this thing? Dis you're being a little bit rebellious towards it, you might say. A little bit. Okay. Okay. TheSun.com. <laughs> yeah, this is not me, dude. This is. <laughs> is my mom calling me? Can you hear my mom? Email us at so. thickandbutter at gmail.com. <laughs> Alright, so, uh... So scroll down and then there's like this chart. Yeah, this is probably riveting for our audience. Yeah, I mean... Do, but I'm you think we were... I've never... I, this is the first time I've ever looked at stuff like this. Well, yeah, see, like, everyone has to go through this phase, and why not Why not do it why now? Why not now? I, Yeah. Uh, how does horoscope work? Okay. Uh, yeah, so Virgo? What does your star sign mean? It's like a chart. What is International Day? What the... What the what? Can I click on any of these? Some Whoa! Of these are, I want to leave Aries, man. You're an Aries. That's a, a... fucking badass. That's a Greek... That's a Greek... Uh... Yeah. No, it's not a Greek god. That's a Norse... Well, these no. are all... What is... Who's Aries? Who's the god of war? Aries, Aries is the god of is... war from Greek mythology. Cause, yeah. Because... Because... Krynos... Who's the God of War guy? Kronos? Kratos. Kratos. I don't know if Kratos is Kratos. Kratos? That's a Guillermo del Toro movie. Yeah. Kronos. Alright. Um, so I, I got this pulled up. So I, I'm going to say what my... So, <laughs> helping. Helping? For Vir the first thing that comes up is helping for Virgo. Not helpful? You're just, you're yeah, helping. Yeah, it just says helping. <laughs> what the hell is that, dude? You're not helpful. You're just, dude, you're, I'll, you're, <laughs> you're helping. I'll help. You're <laughs> like, what does that mean? <laughs> dude, you're totally like that. Yeah, I'll help. <laughs> What are maybe we doing? I, I'll help. help. <laughs> maybe I am helping. <laughs> the, second one is, the second one is elegant. I'm gonna have to strongly <laughs> deny that. that. Elegant motherfucker, <laughs> I know. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> What's the next one? Let's go back with us to the uh, elegant. It's like beautiful. It's <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> I think it's more than that. I think it's Well, you're more elegant. than beautiful. Oh, no, 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 no. No, beautiful is a fucking preschool word. word. <laughs> Ele elegant, this is how it's defined. Okay. Elegant is defined as pleasing, pleasing, oh my god, I can't speak. Pleasing. Pleasingly grateful and stylish in appearance or manner. Damn, dude. Now I'm elegant, dude. You are fucking elegant. I mean, look, That's I'm, like that. That definition described you word for word. Yeah. So what I is it again? Elegant. Pleasing, pleasingly. Pleasingly, uh, I've deleted it already. Pleasingly, <laughs> <laughs> glamorous. Pleasingly okay. glamorous yeah. and stylish. Yeah. That's yeah. what we'll say. That's Damn. Funny, but wow, this that's one, <laughs> So the third one is perfectionist. I don't think I'm a perfectionist. Yeah. I don't really think I'm a perfectionist. <laughs> yeah, you're not a perfectionist. Yeah, I, won't, I, mean, I'm, like, I can't play on that one. Yeah. I mean, there's so many times where you probably see me go, it's fucking, I mean, it's done. It's good enough. I'm out. Like, I honestly think that's a strength about you that you're not a perfectionist because I'm so much more of a perfectionist than you. It helps Isn't me out that you're like, dude, though? fuck it, do something else. I guess. Well, think of I all guess. the things that you can do. It could go, it could go either way, right? Because you yeah. can be a perfectionist and you can like make some serious shit. But, yeah. But, but like, you could also not be a perfectionist and be like, you know, <laughs> I'm going to paint a picture of the cat. And then you paint a picture, and it looks like Shrek, and you're like, you're like, it's good enough. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, all right, like, I still the... did the painting, yeah. but it didn't look like a cat at all, and yeah. I gave up on it. It's yeah. not perfect. <laughs> yeah. It's, it looks like Shrek. It's not perfect. <laughs> Dude, but, like, you know, someone's going to find, there's going to be a niche for Shrek cats. Like somewhere, <laughs> sure, sure. and and think about it. When you're not a perfectionist, this is the strength. A perfectionist can write, write draw like one great fucking picture of a cat, and sure. that's all they do their whole life. If you're drawing Shrek cats, you can, imagine true. all the Shrek cats you can draw. <laughs> you can be the best Shrek catter yeah. ever. Because you're doing it true. all the time. You that's have so true. much time. How about okay? The fourth one is modest. Again. I don't oh, let's, know. let's look up. See, modest is not something I would use to describe look, you, you know, but I, I, yeah. elegant surprised me. Modest. Okay. The the is. Unassuming. See, I think of like a pilgrim when I think of modest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> unassuming or moderate in the estimation of one's abilities or achievements. You want to use it in a sentence? He was a very <laughs> modest man, refusing to take. <laughs> Any credit for the oh, I'm definitely modest. Yeah, but it's like being humble. Like you're humble. Yeah, dude. Like, I think I'm a humble person. Like I think, yeah. I think so. Yeah, but dude, if you're to to be not humble, you have to be a fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be a fucking dick. And maybe horoscope Jerry, who doesn't know about the pandemic, doesn't like you very right. much. But you know, for the last. The last, the last, the ones that are my weaknesses, this is yeah. funny. Uh, like, okay, the Virgo ones are just like, 
Like, I know, I'm looking at all the other ones. I know what this means. Like, what the fuck does limiting mean? What does that <laughs> Why mean? is it using these active verbs like, as what adjectives? What does that mean? <laughs> like, I'm not very good at limiting myself. Maybe? Yeah. Or maybe maybe you just limit other people. Like, That's you're just true. limiting. When you you're around, what? you're just limiting to me. There's yeah. limits yeah. when I'm around well, you. Well, okay, let's take from the perspective of I have trouble limiting myself. You see me eat food, especially yeah. snacks. Yeah. You know, I think, like, you and I both, I think if we have, you know, a, a bag <laughs> of pretzels in front of us, yeah. you know, it's hard to limit ourselves. We even said multiple times, like, don't, <laughs> like, whenever we're watching a movie or something, we're like, don't get those away from me because we yeah. will eat them all. Yeah, those pretzels so, don't exist by the end of the day. Maybe that is a weakness of mine. Limiting. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's another one? Torturous. <laughs> Tor torturous? Like yeah. fucking torture, dude? That's a weakness of mine. <laughs> I'm torture? not very torturous. Is that a bad thing, though? I'm not very torturous. I can't torture somebody very well. <laughs> That's dude, funny. dude, that must mean something different than what we think it means. <laughs> it says torturous. T O R T U O U S. Oh, dude, it totally does not mean like to torture. It what totally does, it does not mean that. <laughs> it means full of twists. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like not straightforward. Oh. Wow, I have never heard that word before in my life. Yeah, what the fuck? That was the last thing I thought that was going to be. Tortuous. Tortuous. Oh, I said it wrong. So that's a weakness? This podcast is really revealing how stupid we are. Yeah. You know, we are shouting out higher education, but sometimes it just doesn't do it for some people. Sometimes it doesn't quite get through. And I think, I don't know if it got through to us. See, but don't take our advice, because we don't think right. So, <laughs> so maybe maybe when you go to school, you'll be able to learn words such as torturous, tor yeah. tortuous, and f and fickle. <laughs> torturous and fickle. But for now, but oh, for now, man. for now, you learned from Thick and Butter podcast. So tell your fucking professor this: that Alex is a fucking Burgo, and I'm a goddamn Aquarius, goddamn and we talk Aquarius. about movies, <laughs> and we're you qualified. Have, like, getting in an argument with somebody and be like. You're fucking dumb. And then you go like, I'm not dumb. I'm an Aquarius. <laughs> and you walk, and you walk out of the... I'm an Aquarius, goddammit. Look at the attributes. <laughs> look, at, look at my... It's like you're scrolling through... Hang on a second, I gotta find it. Yeah. Look at my attributes. Yeah, yeah. Oh. And then like you storm out of the room. And then the guy goes, he's right. <laughs> he isn't dumb. And he's, he's helping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. After that guy wrestled, you want to talk about funny. this goofy movie that we watched? Dude, yeah, let's do it. Um, All right. So you want to describe? This is your. <laughs> this is your yeah. choice of film. Yeah. Um, I watched it last night. I had some thoughts, but would you like to describe what this movie is <laughs> about? Yeah. Um, the background. Of this film. Yeah. Go yeah. Ahead. Um, so, the film of the week this week is Panos Cosmostos, 
So, am I saying that right? Panos Cosmostos? So. Excuse me. <laughs> Panos Cosmostos. This is Panos Cosmostos' um, first debut feature film, Beyond yes. the Black Rainbow. Yes. Which is a surreal science fiction film that yeah. is about an a experimental institution that's about... Uh, making you curing depression scientifically depression and just making you feel happy i'm learning things through depression <laughs> which is called aboria yeah and it is led by a scientist named dr nile no no no, no. his name is barry barry yeah his name is barry i'm pretty sure his name is his last name is nile and they call no, him dr right. nile too barry nile but but they call him Barry, and that's when the best parts are when they call him Barry. Yeah. Um, yeah. But so we'll call him Barry. Yeah. So Barry leads this <laughs> uh, this uh, this scientific hub, and yeah. he has one patient who is this girl with apparently some kind of ESP powers. And the movie is about this dynamic between these two characters as Barry is descent into madness, and fucko girl who I think is named Elena. Yeah. is uh, attempting to escape from the institution of Aboria. Yeah. yeah. That's the gist. So pretty good description. Um, so, okay, so before I get my thoughts on this yeah. film, but also we want to say, too, is that we wanted to watch this movie because this director made a film that we both loved. And it came Adore. Out in, in 2018, it was called Landy. It's this grindhouse, psychedelic, just piece of... Pulp, really. And yeah. It's, just, it's incredibly fun. I love it that doesn't description. Doesn't care what, like, doesn't care about, you know, it's its, it's, its own thing and it's super uh, surreal. Very uh, psychedelic drugs are very much infused into the, like, into the movie, as well as, as this movie. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of, like, similarities to this movie and Mandy that I found. Yeah. Um, that I, I'm sure that we'll talk about. Yeah. Um, but so, so before I get my opinion about it, what is? I'm so curious what you thought of this film. So, this film is very strange. Yeah. And it's definitely a film that. Um, this is like on the weird spectrum where I I'm on the fence where I could not watch it and say. Eh, it was okay. Or I could right. say I'm gonna watch it again so I can really see if I get it. But I think I was I was on the. I'm really glad I saw Mandy before this because if I hadn't seen Mandy, I wouldn't like this film as much. But sure. I re I, I I dug this film. Yeah. I didn't necessarily love this film, but yeah. I I had a lot of fun watching it, and I think it's really cool. I um, really did not like this movie. Like this will be cool. I had a very bad experience watching this movie. Dude, um, damn, I'm interested. I'm, yeah. This is going to be cool. So, it's funny that you say that you're glad that you saw this before Mandy. Yeah. I wish I saw this b before I saw Mandy. Yeah. Because a lot of what makes this, the appeal of Beyond the Black Rainbow is kind of its stylistic. Because the story is fucking yeah. lame as hell. I mean, it's like yes. it's the most stereo... It was like the whole kind of like, this is Stranger Things, The Fly standards all yeah. made into like a thing yeah and 
so the story was very interesting to me. Yeah. And so the stylistic, uh, the cinematography and all that, to me was such a fucking major, major step down from what he did with Mandy. Yeah. And he, it's almost like, I, I wish I saw this movie first. Cause if I saw this movie first, I would have been like, that was interesting. Like, he was doing some cool, interesting, like, yeah. film, like techniques in it that were that be I, more that unique. kind of interesting. But after I saw Mandy, that he, almost, that he made, mind you, 10 years after this film. Yeah. That's fucking nuts. Like, that is... That is a that is a decade under a while. Like, no wonder Andy is so good as it is. Because yeah. he didn't make a film between that. I mean, if yeah. he did, it wasn't released. Or, yeah. you know, he probably did. But, you know, like, I, it's not released to the public. So, like, it was, like, really... I just found this movie extremely boring. And I, yeah. and I, and I didn't care enough about the story or the characters to really like try to understand this movie because yeah. in reality after thinking about it i don't really think there's a lot going on in this movie i don't really think there's a lot to look into i don't really think there's a lot of i didn't get anything out of this movie and i was very disappointed by it because yeah i loved Mandy. i thought yeah. that movie was fucking awesome so Dude, i wanted yeah. to see this weird i was expecting kind of a weird, psychedelic, fun film like Mandy was. And this film kind of, to me, kind of took more of a serious horror movie approach. Yeah. And, like, I wasn't on edge at all. Like, I wasn't even, it was, to me, it was slow to be slow. It was yeah. just, like, characters, like, like, Elena, like, there's, Elena was a really interesting character. I love that she didn't talk throughout the yeah. entire film. I thought that was really cool. And I think there are stuff in this movie that we'll talk about. You know, I have a flurry of notes. But, yeah. Um, so, so, off of that, I, I, I didn't really like this movie. But I'm so curious to see, like, what where you're coming from. Because yeah. I think you're totally right that this is a film that... Is very it's very odd and like I might be like the minority of this. I mean, if, I, if you go on Letterbox, is like which is for me a good indication of like art films like this because people on Letterbox that are reviewing these movies are most likely they're no, they know what they're watching. They know yeah. what they're gonna see rather Absolutely. than like IMDb or you know they just you know I think like Letterbox is just suited more to film fans. Yeah. And the spell has a, you know, average of like 3.3 or 3.4 or something like that. Yeah, out of five. So, so I, I like letting you go back over to this, but what did you well, like about Yeah, yeah, with that, yeah, with that, with that in mind, I think um, that's super, super interesting. And uh, I have a comp, this, I have a complicated thought forming around that. The first thing I'll say is that I honestly 100% agree with you because my takeaway, as much as I like this film, I think this film's an objectively pretty bad film. Yeah. Like, I think that this film has, as an overarching structure, is, like, has more problems than it does in, like, it's it's more of a, um, 
it's more of like a visual experience than it is a film sure. narrative. Yeah. And a lot of the things that he, I think he just does everything better in Mandy. And yeah. I think as, as you are, um, as there are things I think are objectively really, really good about this film, but it's more, again, yeah. it's, it's ultimately, it's a clip movie like Seal Station was to me. It's yeah. a clip movie where there's these clips out of it that are like, that fucking worked. Yeah. And then there's large sequences of, I don't, this doesn't, this is so slow. I feel like yeah. we could cut out most of this. Yeah. But as you were, as you were talking about that, I was, I realized what resonated with me about it was less my experience of the actual film and more my experience of the director, which is why I'm glad I saw this after Candy of Cosmatsos, because what I loved about watching this film was I saw how he learned. Yeah, no, that's something that I was going to say too, is like, I like seeing this movie based on that, like, I'm glad I saw this movie, like, I'm not, like, disappointed that I saw it, I probably, I will never watch this again, but, like, I was, I'm glad that I saw it, because, like, I like seeing, I love doing that, like, what you just said, like, I love seeing, I love the scenes planted in a filmmaker's, in a unique filmmaker's early work that, there's ideas in this movie that obviously transferred over to, to, to Mandy, which is, yeah. which is a, you know, very critically acclaimed, you know, Grindhouse film. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I don't know if he's making a film when the next fucking movie is going to make, if yeah. it takes like 10 years to make it, but anyway. But yeah, continue. Yeah. The other thing about this film is um, I think that it is it is definitely a debut. You know, yeah, and uh, that I it's it's interesting because in our journey of watching, we love auteurs' debuts. You know, and I'll Absolutely. I'll throw that yeah. I'll throw that auteurs around loosely. Yeah, we love um, we love talking about I, I, yeah we we love talking about um, first films by by directors. And they're fascinating, and yeah. I I think that the other thing here's another thing, and maybe this is um, maybe I'm getting a little bit too big for my britches on this, but um, I'm not comparing quality. Well, I, it reminded me of my experience making the delivery, which is the film I made sure. um, last semester in school. Of and the thing that made me think about it was that the way that he 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 was deciding he wanted to write so much. You know, he wanted to add so much in this movie and he ended up writing almost nothing because he was trying to add in so much stuff. And that was exactly the kind of thing that I struggled with, with, with my debut, with adding in so much that it just turned in to like almost nothing. Like I, I didn't, I didn't, there wasn't quite as much stakes for me because I was making a 15 minute film and it's more appropriate for my film to be like that than a feature. It's so interesting that you said that because like one of my notes that I wrote like towards the end of the film, I was like, it was the point where she started to escape and that fucking scene went on for so goddamn long. (laughs) Boringest escape ever. I was just like, what the (laughs) fuck is going on? Like speed this shit up. Like this is ridiculous. But I wrote, uh, he wrote a 30-minute film that he stretched out to two hours. Yeah. And it's just like, you don't have two hours of material, guy. Like, yeah. What you have is, like, a skeleton of, like, like characters' relationships. And don't really go into that. You, 
it, it kind of decides rather of like narrative and like some uh, like you know character moments. Yeah. Which, I'm not saying this is bad. I'm just saying he rather would have this visual kind of sequence rather than. But the thing is, in this movie, his visual, except for the the trip sequence, which I thought was really interesting and cool yeah. and different, and I had no idea what the fuck was happening yeah. or the purpose of that scene, but it was really cool. Yeah. Um, but other than that, these, these, the, the visuals, the visuals in this movie honestly didn't really impress me. Like, they were yeah. kind of, uh, it felt very elementary. It felt very, like, film yeah. school. Like, there were only a couple things that were like, whoa, that was a really unique thing that I had never seen before. And the yeah. is filled with shit like that. Like, it's filled with these extremely yeah. creative uh, visual sequences. I just wasn't as grand in yeah. the visuals that I, that I wanted to be in this movie. There was a lot. The, the visuals were something. I think. I think that was one of the things that resonated with me more. Like I think that's what resonates with a lot of people who, who, yeah. who, who like this movie. And I, I liked. I liked. I liked the visuals a lot. Where I totally. I, I totally understand where you're coming from. Um, and also, and, knowing you know me, this film has like th two or three gimmicks that I fucking hate movies. Yeah. Slow shutter I, I, I yeah, think it looks yeah. like fucking dog shit. That Every time really I bad. see that, it look it looks like it to me, he did it way too much. Like there yeah. he crosses ogs. I wrote in something in here, I said if there's another crosses ogs, I'm gonna die. Because yeah. this whole movie I don't know man, there were just some things where I was just like it's almost like there were these cool sequences that he had. Yeah. And then like when something wasn't working or something was he would just do like a random crosses all with like two layers just like dude yeah what is this you're not telling me anything yeah and like, the, like, like this is just pointless yeah and it's really not that fucking hard to do <laughs> like i just i don't know man anyway. yeah that's really that's really really interesting i just that... wasn't like i like movies like this like i'm not like to me this movie who he really wanted to make, like, a seven... Also, the fact that this movie's set in the 80s is hilarious. Yeah. Because I wrote so many times in my notes, I was like, I forgot that this was the 80s. Like, I was like, wait, oh yeah, we're in the 80s. It's yeah. like, why is this set in the 80s? Like, that cracked me up with the way reason. that this movie opened. The way this movie opened was one. Yeah. Nine. Eight. Three. <laughs> yeah, I was like, <laughs> 1983. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And then yeah. there was just like, if you told me it was set in 2010, I would have believed you. Like, there really yeah. wasn't, except for the ending with the two guys with the radio. Like, no, it was really, oh, it was really Ronald random. Reagan, Ronald Reagan. Yeah. On the, uh, on the, on the, I think there's, um, but, uh, but it was, it was clear that he was trying to make, like an homage to like seventies and eighties, like like sci-fi yeah. horror things, like putting his spin on it. And I like I respect this movie. It's, it's unique and, and and different. It's just yeah. I just think it's um I just don't think there's a I don't I don't like there's nothing really 
visually spectacular than I was even grabbing onto. Yeah. Like, so it was just kind of like, if, you, if the visuals don't grab you in this movie, this movie is not going to work for you. Because no, it, it really is, won't. It really won't. And so. it's... It, the things the what I I love I, I love how he use uses um I love how he uses primary colors in his cinematography and how he directs films and I think that there was uh, a lot of shots that were really gorgeous like you you remember the shot where right before Barry does the, his first interview with Elena that there's just a shot of Elena in uh, on the bed. And, oh, yeah. and yeah, it comes yeah, yeah, yeah. in like that yeah. was a scene that I really like. Yeah. I really like the, some of the interior shots of Aboria, but in the beginning sequence when he establishes like this really cool minimalist setting, yeah. he just really we stay there for a long yeah. time, and yeah. we have a lot of similar shots and almost identical footage, which yeah. feels which I think there's like we could go I could go into some interpretations on that where yeah. one of the cool things I thought about because in the beginning sequence we there's we don't really have much story information like at all yeah. and we don't really get a lot of new visual information either basically yeah. we just see we Are just you talking see about the, the, the meeting between the two? yeah before like the, the trip scene is basically there is interrogating her about like her feelings her feelings, her feelings and and I remember I wrote down in here, I was like, because when the title came out, I was like, what even happened? Yeah. Like, I don't even know, like, what she did. Like, I was yeah. like, does she have telekinesis or something? Like, I, I don't really know what... You mean when she got all vibrating? When she got all vibrating? Yeah, I mean, she just looked like she was shaking. I was like, put out the black rainbow. It's like, was that yeah. supposed to be, like... Like, was I supposed to get something out of that? Like, I yeah. don't even know what happened. Like, she just yeah. looked like she really has to pee. Was yeah. Just, <laughs> it was like, okay. Like, See, I, or anything. I was like, all right. Like, it was I, just misinformation. I was like, I don't know yeah. what I was supposed to get out of that. <laughs> I liked, I liked the, I liked the subtly, subtlety of, of that, specifically that shaking yeah, sure. effect that he uses because he was using, um, like sound design and stuff just okay, to create. Okay, that's something I want to mention. The sound design and the yeah. soundtrack are yeah. awesome. Yeah, the sound really design cool. of this movie is really good. Like, yeah. really good. Yeah, 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 I agree. You saw a lot of work went into that. And I, th yeah, I think so. It was just that, and that makes sense because he's very much like a, he's a holistic director. And I think a lot yeah. of what you can see that what he was able to do with Mandy versus what he was able to do with this was that he's the kind of a, a lot of directors like again Joel and Ethan Cohen were really good at writing a script for the means that they had right and for the capacity that they could make a film mm. and I think Cosmostos ran into a problem here where he just had this huge experience plan that he wanted right. to create. And it was just a little bit beyond maybe his technical capacities or yeah. his artistic, what he was able to even comprehend yeah. artistically at yeah. that point, which it could kind of seize that because things don't quite gel in all of the places. And there's a lot of loose ends yeah. and just random shit that happens or just a lack of anything happens to keep you, keep you, keep you interested. So it's, right. it's very, it's very slow for that yeah. reason and it can just feel meandering and, and I, meaningless and i also did a, and also yeah with that too 
is the tone of this movie I was very confused about. Like, I don't know... I don't know what I was supposed to be feeling in, in yeah. almost any scene. Yeah. Some of it I laughed at. Some of yeah. it I was like, this is so absurd that I was... Like, when Gary took off his... He became, like, a bald dude. Yeah, yeah. I was just like... I just started laughing because I was like, I don't even know what is going on anymore. Like, I don't yeah. even know, like... And so... <laughs> and when he, like, killed Rosemary... Yeah. And then he laughed... Um, this like movie. I, just, I also wasn't scared. Like that, the guy who played Barry. I was just so not. Like I was just like, you're not creepy at all. Like I yeah. was just, you're not intimidating at all. So there, I wasn't scared by this movie. I laughed maybe unintentionally. I don't yeah. know. Like I just was so. I just didn't know what this movie wanted me to feel or like yeah. how I should feel about it. Yeah. Like sometimes that's a good thing, but yeah, yeah. I, I think that um, this is a really good movie to compare to Lost Highway because I think it's trying to walk that very narrow line, and it yeah. leaves a little bit too much ambiguity, 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 yeah. and well, in, in a way the is, that not, doesn't well, work. Yeah, totally. And I think with 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 someone with a great surrealist like David Lynch or these people like that, yeah, they have engaging stories, like engaging yeah. stories first. And the, the, the film doesn't really have an engage, like the story is, we've seen this hundreds of times in yeah. sci-fi movies where special person captive by creepy scientists. I mean, yeah. we just saw it literally two years ago with Stranger Things, you know, yeah. like it's just, this is a trope in sci-fi history. Right. So like, it's kind of hard to like well, well, well. One of the things too is that the things I was considering because it reminded me of a lot of the tropish things, and I actually liked a lot of the ideas that it reminded me of. But I think this actually it predates Stranger Things. It came out before yeah. Stranger Things, yeah. and the other thing it reminded me of was Mind Hunters, which it predates Mind Hunters too. Yeah. Which Mind Hunters is a, is literally the same thing about a sign. I love Mind Hunters, by the way. I don't know if you've seen it. Yeah. No, yeah, no, yeah, wait. Yeah. Mind Hunters is the David, uh, it's the David Fincher thing. Isn't yeah, it? that's the that's like interrogation thing. Yeah, about serial killers, like yeah, based yeah, on yeah. real life. That that series sucks. I don't <sighs> like that one. I'm talking about the one with Jonah Hill. What's the one with Jonah Hill that oh, came out? Maniac. Maniac. I, I like okay, that series you know a lot. Maybe not real life. I don't like stories like that. I just, yeah. I think they're really boring. Like yeah. I don't really have any. Because uh, Maniac, that was one of the most disappointing things. For See, I, I I thought it was incredibly boring. I loved, um, I loved, loved, loved yeah. Maniac because I loved how, and maybe that's one of the things I liked about about this film because this film's not like, what I liked about this film was, which I, I didn't like that Barry turned into some kind of uh, psych, psychotic murderer. Yeah, you know? I also the whole, wrote, I wrote two of my notes, I said, um, I said, this film feels like that Panos had a DMT trip and made a, a movie yeah. about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because, like, the, what Barry's talking about after that trip is like, I've read DMT trip reports <laughs> that, are yeah. like, that are like this. Anyway. Yeah. And I, I really like that this film was, um, I, I loved, I loved the character. To me, I wish 
that the movie was more centered around Barry as the main character. Because I think this is an interesting thing about this film to me, is that it's hard to say, based on how the film ends, that it's yeah. hard to confirm that Barry's the main character. Because it seems like it's a film that wants to be that Elena's the main character. And it has this interesting sure. shift where we have a switch where we go from following Barry in the first half of the movie to switching to Elena. Yeah. Which I think is really interesting, but is done kind of messily. Well, so yeah, I also wrote that too, because with Barry, I wrote, like, uh, where the fuck do we just forget about Elena? Like, do yeah. we just forget about her? And yeah. Just, because, like, I was into her, like, that, the idea of, I wanted to know more about her. Yeah. And, like, yeah. More, I was, well, I just wanted to know more, period. Like, I just yeah. wanted to know, like, more, not saying that everything has to be explained. I'm yeah. just saying, like, I would have liked to know a little bit more about the world that this is in. Yeah. But I do like the last shot of the film a lot, and I like... Well, like, like, the beginning the way, of Stranger Things shot? Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I also like the, I like the... I like the ending of this movie. I just yeah. was laughing to myself, and I was just like, wait, so you, wait a minute. So this movie was just an like a, like a psych, like a escape movie? Psych ward, yeah, yeah. Like, dude, like, yeah. it was almost like you just diverted to all these weird avenues that really didn't have anything to do with the, with the story. Yeah. Minus... Mandy. Compare this to, to a film like Mandy, yeah. where these stylistic detours that happen in that yeah. film serve the, the the story more. Yeah. Like the dream sequences of Mandy and the and the forest with like the, the film grain and the you know and like the whatever his name, the the yeah. cult leader face morphing into you know, Mandy's yeah. face. Like, what, when I'm in the bottom of the pit. That adds to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love that adds to the, to the narrative because she's trying to, you know, manipulate her into joining, you know, this this cult, you know, or, yeah. or whatever. So, that, like, I think... Panos... I think in this movie, he really was doing some interesting things with... Like, one of my favorite things about Mandy, and, like, his films in general, I just want to see more of it, is the way that he includes psychedelics and psychedelic drugs yeah. in his films. I think it's really interesting, and he's actually using film as a way to, like, to replicate that feeling, you know? Yeah. And I think that is something extremely inspiring and really cool to me. And that's yeah. why I really like that the drug trip on this movie a lot. Yeah. Because it was super weird. And yeah. Like, really out there. I just wish the, the movie was more out there, to be honest. Like, I just yeah. wish it was more, more stuff like that. And yeah. Like, I just yeah. wish it was just more ambitious almost. Like, more, because to me it felt really safe. It was just yeah. like, we're just going to have a bunch of little, yeah. you know, trippy sequences, but kind of yeah. keep it, this what, what, what I like about Beyond Black Rainbow, especially in comparison to, to Mandy, is that it's like the um, it's like it's similar. It's similar kinds of worlds. But Mandy is the is the active and violent where yeah, sure. active violent, whereas this is very passive violent almost yeah. active and passive is just a more simple dichotomy to set up, I think. And 
Also, the thing about Mandy is that it's a story that's happening in the moment where that's where something, yeah. whatever's happening to Red is happening in the present moment, where really what Beyond Black Rambo's about is about deconstructing what, what has happened in the past. Because sure. it's about something, be, because my interpretation of what this movie was all about, and I really think this movie would have been a lot stronger if, uh, sorry, my dog's barking, um, <laughs> if, if uh, Barry and Elena were the only two characters in it, because one of the things I found so distracting was all the other characters in the film yeah. were so goddamn bad. And that it was like, I didn't horrible. understand her. I was like, is he living with his fucking, like, who is this person? Like, is yeah. his mother? Like, yeah. I, why is he living with his fucking, like, I was See, so confused. The significance of Rosemary, significance of Rosemary to me was that it was an unfulfilled sexual relationship. So that was his wife was my interpretation. What? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was supposed to be his wife. And okay. because I think a big part of this film is that he is in, uh, he has joined a cult, a scientific cult, which we learned from the trip sequence. From the opening to, scene. Yeah, in the opening scene. And he's joined this cult and he has taken it over as the, the monarch of it, Dr. Aboria, has yeah. fallen into uh, heroin addiction or whatever right. it is. And... He yeah, is completely—he's yeah. completely unsatisfied with his life, and he's—he's he's very yeah. angry and psychotic. And he has—and he's not really being effective in ch changing people, and like Dr. Aboria was. And he lusts for this girl, who's his only patient, yeah. who is the daughter of a woman he loved before too, right. or he lusted for. Not didn't really well, have any kind of, kind of learned, relationship. Well, he kind of learned in the in that green sequence. Yeah. Which is like really cool. And yeah, like, I, I love I actually, the dream sequence. I actually watched it again. Like I, I, I because I was like, I didn't really know what was going on. But after yeah. I watched it again, I kind of like pieced together. I was like, oh, okay, that's the latest mom, and you know, yeah, but yeah. Um, and I honestly, I think that just because of how, um, like, I find that that I think that uh, the beginning leading into that dream sequence is incredibly powerful. Yeah. And then, and I also like the transformation scene where he then, after that, goes and takes off all of his hair. Yeah. Um, but then, after he kills Rosemary, the film kind of disintegrates for me. And I think the, because it's just the, it's that arc in the middle where that flashback scene was really interesting to me. And the dynamic between, in the, the beginning is like really, it could be a lot faster. But that beginning in that middle character, and I found, I just found Barry's character very interesting. I also found it really, I like this movie a sure. lot that it uh, put us in the shoes of, um, of an antagonist, essentially. So yeah, we're, sure, we're, yeah, we're sure, we sure. the main character is the antagonist of the movie. Yeah. So we're kind of watching the hero. We're not rooting for Barry. We're right. rooting against Barry almost. Yeah. And but it's 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 really his story. And I think sure. that I wish this movie was actually his story and that yeah. like it was about his um you know, his descent into self-consumption and not his redemption but his his consent into descent into that sure. so i think that this this film um to me raises a lot of unique and interesting uh like twists to how these movies normally goes but doesn't yeah. quite effectively pull them off in a way yeah. as well as something well, like I mandy did one of the reasons why i think the the twist and stuff don't work is the ending is 
the cars are gonna fucking crash on the road. Yeah, like, yeah. And I was just like, this is really where you're gonna go? And then, like, yeah. it's just gonna end with her escaping? So, for me, the film, I think what you're getting at is the film didn't quite know what it wanted to be. It didn't quite yeah. know if it wanted to be a... You know, is Elena the main character or is Barry the main character? Honestly, I was, I, I don't I don't know what to tell you. I mean, yeah. I, I don't. Yeah. Um, I, but I do agree with you. I think, like, yeah, the angle of taking Barry as the main character and looking at the villain, almost. Yeah. I just, like, I guess I wouldn't like it more if I was captivated by his performance more. Yeah. Like, I just wasn't really interested in his performance and, like, yeah. some of the dialogue... Especially when he like transforms, just felt like he just turned into a two-year-old. Yeah, it like... was really, it was really a shame that the name drop happened during the scene where he kills Rosemary because that yeah. scene is so weak. It's really uh, bad. He's it's... like Barry. Like, I don't like that. Then he says like, I don't like my appliances anymore. Yeah. Mom. Yeah. See, see, here's the here's the other thing that I really like about about this film because because the the cinematography resonated with me so much, and there was a couple of sequences that it's almost so ridiculous. It's like, it's like, it's it's funny, you know? Yeah. And there's a lot of scenes where well, that's why I was confused because Maggie very much is coming too, especially yeah. in the second half of the film. Yeah. So I was very like, back to Maggie and how great that movie is, because the first half of it is genuinely fucking frightening. Like, yeah. it is disturbing and frightening, and on a dime, it flips to a, a, a 80s grindhouse film. Yeah. You know? and, and so I think the, the tones in this movie were so, like, I, I don't know if I was, like, the ending is funny to me. Yeah. Like the way that I mean, I that he dies. Funny. <laughs> yes. I mean, yeah. when he hits his head on a rock, I was like, that is the most anticlimactic ending I have never ever seen. Like, yeah. you're like expecting this, and, I, and maybe that's what he was going for. You know, yeah. like you're expecting this, like, okay, they're finally, she's out. What's he going to do? Absolutely nothing. See, he's literally the... just going to, like, just. He's gonna lick a lick a dude and then fall over and die. That's all happened. He licked he licked a dude and died. And yeah, I was like, what? I was just so confused on the transformation of Barry. I was like, what does he turn into? Why does he do this? Like, I don't really. I just didn't understand it. Like, yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, well, the transformation. Well, no, no, I don't think you're stupid at all. I think that you are. I think you are talking about really legitimate like points about this where I, I get why people love this film and I think I'm more on the oh, side of, of liking this film. But I think there's honestly I think it's it's easier it's easier to deconstruct this. How I think as we're talking about it, one of my thoughts about this is I think that it feels like a movie that he went out to make, like a guy who just loves making movies, like yeah. he and he went out and was trying and was trying all the things that he loved and tried to put them in a film. Absolutely. And he put it out there and then it and he was like, "Yeah, look, this is a lot of fun." And people were like, "Dude, this is actually intriguing, but it doesn't quite right. work that well." Right. You know? So it's I just think like that's what kind of yeah. And well, also if we do some research about the making of this movie like Yeah. Um 
he used to, you know, his dad is very famous Sonic. He did very it Rambo, Rambo Last Blood. Well, not Last Blood, sorry. Rambo First 2. Blood, the yeah. good one. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, I can't, I forgot. I always forget when we saw Rambo, Rambo Last, Last Blood, Blood. And a Drago movie theater. Yeah, the heart pulling double feature because we saw yeah. it too and Rambo Last Blood. And it <laughs> oh my ends God, with Rambo. That was the most mind blowing <laughs> thing ever. That, pulling like, a heart out and yeah, then pulling like, heart out. We have to, we have to describe yeah, yeah, what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we went and saw this double feature of It Chapter 2 and Rambo Last Blood, two movies that fucking were really bad, in our humble opinions. And Which we're legitimate film critics now, so yeah. our humble opinions are actually pretty fucking yeah. factual. It means something. But, uh, like, so in Rambo Last Blood, he pulls a dude's heart out, which is hilarious. Yeah. And, you know, which, honestly, made me laugh. The last 20 <laughs> minutes of that movie are fucking awesome. It's the incredible. With, the problem with that movie is, like... Go get your way- daddy, girl! <laughs> <laughs> the problem with that movie is you want the whole movie to be the last 20 minutes. Anyway... Yeah. So, and then, so we watched that, we're like, wow, that was bad. And then we watched It Chapter 2, and we were excited to see It Chapter 2. That's what we and came it, for. Yeah, and it yeah was Last Stephen Blood King, was just bonus. Yeah, and Stephen King, it was just Stephen King bullshit. And then, like, the ending, had fucking James McAvoy pulled Penny, Pennywise's heart out. We were like, what the hell? Like, What's going on? What are the what are the odds that there are two movies that end with the same with the same act of pulling a heart out? I feel like anyway. I, I feel like the drive-through people. It's really possible that they did that intentionally because why yeah, else would you do the that two double feature? Are so strange. Yeah. yeah. Why I else mean, they came out it? the same time, but yeah. that's also even crazier, Jesse. Yeah. They came out <laughs> yeah. the same weekend. Dude, that's like, it's were... really it's really bizarre how that happens sometimes, where like people will create something completely isolated from each other, and it's exactly the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, Humans are so weird. Many, like every year, there's always like a similar movie. Yeah. I remember like a few years ago there was like two White House Explodo movies. Yeah. Where, like like Olympus Has Fallen and White House Down, both movies where the White House explodes. You're like, yeah. What's what are going the, on? Like, why? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Back to the movies. <laughs> yeah. So it, yeah, Beyond, Beyond the Black Rainbow is really goofy. It's really goofy. Yeah. I, I think I think um I think if you're it's hard to recommend. It's hard to find an audience that would like, you know, like, re- like I would recommend this movie to. Yeah. Like, I mean, if, I, if you like Mandy, yeah, watch this for sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know. I mean, you might like. Hey, I I like being a minority in this. You know, like yeah. I I didn't get any. I I really I didn't know what this was about. I was yeah. like I was thinking today. I was like I don't even know what the point of any of that was. Yeah. Like it was because. To me, like, the story was about, you know, like, you know, taking control of, like, these people <laughs> who have these powers, and it's this cult that, that was, I mean, you describing was more interesting than this movie. That's what I'll say. Yeah. If you describing what this movie is about was yeah. more interesting to me than the actual film. Yeah, I think well, that's a really good... Yeah. Uh, Explanation for my experience of, of this movie. I I like I like 
the things that I have been interested in art-wise as of late also speaks to why this movie was interesting to me. Because this cool. movie functions very similarly to... Because I wrote this in here. It was like, dude, this is like an ambient movie. This movie's almost yeah. ambient. Yeah. Where there's so little happening where you kind of have to, like... You have to suckle at the edges to kind yeah. of... To even get and for, someone And I form. guess, like, you like ambient stuff. I think it's bullshit. <laughs> yeah, like which it's, stuff at all. it makes sense. Especially ambient, like movies or whatever like you were saying yeah to me that just sounds like a like a like a nap yeah i i totally understand i totally yeah. understand i think yeah. that that uh, there's you know there's a lot of people who really love this movie which i think is a cool thing yeah, about it is. i think i think that this is this is definitely nicholas cage included yeah yeah <laughs> i think that this this movie is not a movie that I think is like it's 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 a crime that this movie is as underrated as it is. It's like no, this is like I don't think that I think just the right amount of people dig this film. I think, I think just the right amount of people like it. If you like Under the Skin and you like Mandy, yeah, you will definitely like this movie. Did you so like Under the Skin? Did I okay, well that's an because you were mixed on that. That's a whole other thing. The first time I saw it, I don't know what to make of it. I thought yeah. it was interesting. Same time I watched it, I thought it was like a masterpiece. Yeah. So who knows? Maybe if I watch this again, I might be like, I missed a lot. Yeah. But for me, though, Under the Skin had more of an impact on me visually than this movie. Yeah. Like, I think that's what kind of pulled me back to Under the Skin, because I was yeah. like, you know, the sequences of her enveloping the people, like, yeah. in the black, like, the black and stuff like that was so interesting to me. Yeah. And I wanted to piece together what that movie was about yeah. and what yeah. that movie was saying. But this movie, like, and also the first movie I understood, I, like, I understood what it was. Like, I got a gist of what it was about. I mean, yeah. It's not very subtle. I mean, the yeah. ending is not subtle at all. No. Um, I'm, I'm really it's just, like, the, the more deeper layers to it that are easy, are hard to, or easier, yeah. or harder to peel back unless you yeah. see it more times. Who knows? Maybe this is one of those movies, but I just, the first viewing, I just got nothing out of it. I was, and I wanted to, man. I was just like, I want to see a weird fucking sci-fi movie. And I yeah. guess it just didn't get weird enough for me. Yeah. And then the ending was just like, what the, like, that was just, he just killed some dudes and yeah. hit his head on a rock? Bye! Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. What? Like, I was setting up this... I thought it was going to be, like, a psychedelic weirdo ending. Yeah, I yeah. was just like, he hit his head on a rock? Yeah, I think... <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. I, 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 think, I, I think that this movie is not the kind of movie that I would argue that why I like it is because it's it's so weird and it leads me somewhere that's what i like about david lynch's film yeah you know? totally you go on this journey and you don't know where you're going and then you come out the other end you're like i'm in a completely different place i yeah, don't know absolutely. where yeah. i am now yeah, but yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm in a completely <laughs> different place yeah, and yeah. this movie what intrigues me more is it's almost like what's fascinating about films that are so bad they're good which, yeah. um, which I genuinely like this film way more than a film that's so bad that, it, that it's right. good. I don't ironically like this film. Yeah. But it has yeah. that similar appeal where, like, someone who doesn't quite know how to make movies yet is making these decisions. Yeah. And it's just like, dude, 
That decision doesn't make any sense, but no one would make that decision but you right, right well, now. I'm going to make a point that we got on the rainbow. Our point was, I was going to say his dad was very successful and I did some research. He made this movie off of his, his daddy's money. Like, yeah. He literally was like, he got money from his dad. Yeah. Off the royalties of Tombstone, which is a fucking awesome movie. Yeah. You got the royalties off that and made this. Yeah. So no studio involvement, no anything. Yeah. So that and that's interesting. I and mean, that's probably why this movie turns out as weird as it does. Yeah. <laughs> because you're right. Someone's yeah. like, I'm just gonna do this and just yeah. do it. You yeah. Know? And, yeah, I completely agree with you. I think like I think I think that's a good perspective to have is like Here's a, here's yeah, another we, thing about it. Uh, sorry to interrupt you. No, the no. other thing about it I don't is know, I don't, it's, it's not interesting. <laughs> the other thing about it is that um, I, I also have a lot of forgiveness for the faults in this. A lot of suspensions of disbelief, if you will, because yeah. I like Panos as a person so much, and because right. I love Mandy. Because it's yeah. like like looking at this I, since he made mandy seeing mandy i was like all right i already love mandy anything right. else he makes literally anything else he makes yeah. i'm just gonna be like cool dude like i don't yeah, have to I mean, like I it at that, all I mean, there are people like that i mean like i just you know i'm gonna I'm kind of cut it on pta and, yeah you know I, I i love his i totally and i i have filmmakers like that for sure i mean i think yeah. there i think there are people out there that I kind of, Spike Jones is another one, like, I mean, when, when, wild, when <laughs> Where the Wild Things Are, his adaptation of Where the Wild Things Are came out, yeah. it was kind of critically acclaimed, and it, it bombed, and, well, I, I, I thought it was incredible, I loved it, and, yeah. like, but, you know, maybe I'm in denial, maybe I think it's bad, maybe, you know, yeah. I don't know, maybe, like, there's, it's there's bad, certain, but who cares, things, it doesn't matter, you There's know? certain things, too, that since I... I have fondness for this because it reminded me of how I made my first yeah, film. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Which yeah, yeah. undeniably puts a bias on it, right? Uh, sure, yeah, Because right. it ha it's personal to me now. Yeah, so right. obviously everything, the flaws of it, I'm going to think of it, it's like, well, that's a flaw I would have made. Then yeah, I'm not going right. to be so hard on him. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's no, different. I'm it's not different being hard about on the guy. I'm just saying. No, you're being completely reasonable yeah. with your criticism. Yeah. They're all there. You haven't said something like, "Why is it like this?" It's just like, oh, "Alex, it's actually not like this." Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's like yeah. you're saying real things about it. And you yeah. know, the last thing about it too is that uh, I really recommend that if you want to get into Panos, that yeah. Well, honestly, I'll put a preface on this. Yeah, I recommend if you're the kind of person who likes to know about the filmmaker. Yeah. Watch, because sometimes people don't like that as much, which I think right. is fine. You can either keep them separate or you can get into it. To me, and like I think, yeah, yeah. You should. You, people should watch uh, the. There's his an argument that you shouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. because I think if you go, if you have personal connections with a person who made something, you might be blind to the film's flaws, or you might, you know, like I don't know, put like. Be in denial, but right. I'm not saying that you are. I'm just saying yeah. like it's that something. So that's an interesting argument that someone could have that I yeah. don't agree with. Yeah, but, yeah, you know. yeah. It's one of those things where you just always have to consider. It's 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 a complicated. It's it's complicated when deciding that, and it's also problematic when you have directors who are not great people, you know, yeah. and t and liking their films, and sometimes people want to just keep those things separate. 
And for me, right. it's very much. And the reason that, like, you know, it's a really good point. Like, I mean, I starstruck or I've, I have been starstruck or blinded, perhaps, because of my love for Mandy and Panos as a person. You know, huh? that's like that's definitely true. And I think that that is true. And I'm either giving him leeway because I like him or because I know him. I understand what's happening better. Right. Both of which may be me as an audience overcompensating for what the art actually is. But then you yeah. have to get into degrees of how can you object objectively yeah. understand yeah. anything. Yeah. It gets yeah. so complicated. Yeah. 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 So, like, the point of it is is that um, this resonated with my person, my five chakras that I have currently. Your this, Aquarius chakras. This, this tingled my Aquarius chakras. <laughs> I think Mandy's a lot better, and I think people Maybe should watch that. Maybe this is an Aquarius movie. Maybe, yeah. maybe only Aquarius is going to join us. If movie. you're an Aquarius, email us at thickandbutter at gmail.com yeah, and let us know what movie, you thought about this movie. You like it, you're an Aquarius, so yeah. we're taking a poll. No Virgos allowed, though, dude. No Virgos, Virgos allowed. I don't think Virgos are in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, also, I, I forgot my thought before was that uh, people should watch his What's in His Bag episode. Have you yeah, seen I like his that. that? It's yeah. so it's so cute. Yeah, He's such but a also, wholesome man. Also, after I saw that, you know, it kind of even so more likely because the shit that he was talking about, like the movies that yeah, right. he was talking about, I was like, That's okay, what I like. he's obviously really into. Like, he's like, he was talking about Robocop for like three yeah. That's what, Robocop what, what, is amazing. I'm not yeah. saying Robocop Robocop is an awesome movie. Yeah. But it's Robocop. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's one of the reasons why I, I, I really like the guy. And I think Mandy uh, really shows his personality because it has the two yeah. things, right? It has the, the grindhouse, fun, action, ridiculous thing that you can do on film, only yeah. film, but also having that grounded revenge tale that you could like sink your teeth in, you know? Yeah, I mean? yeah. And I and that's I, I love um seeing him as a person there because he's just like right then he's still he's made a movie that has has garnered some attention, some cold attention, but he's still yeah. just kind of like a big a friendly, like right, authentic yeah. film yeah. fan. Yeah. And totally. I think it's so awesome that he has transformed from so this is cool. So since he made this film and it has some success, and he released Mandy and it had some acclaim, it kind of pushes him to be an auteur, regardless of no, how good yeah, this film I, I, is. Yeah, absolutely. Just because he's made two films that are so like him and his personality. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Like, and if Mandy just came out first, it's like, yeah, it would be a stronger debut. Yeah. But he doesn't quite have that history, which is like yeah, kind of yeah. cool. That's he what I like about doesn't. this film. I mean, he still doesn't. I mean, two films is like. That's like nothing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> a lot gotta, of people, a lot of people make their impact on one film. Yeah, you know? that's true. So, yeah. I, yeah. Anyways, we'll see what we, he does. we, 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 yeah, yeah. I, I, he's definitely Mandy. He's one of them. I'm like, since, since he, since he tickles all my Aquarius buttons, right. I, I really am excited to see what he tickles next. Yeah, me um, too. I think it's, it was really interesting. I was hoping at some point that we were going to get a movie that one of us liked and one of us didn't. 
because yeah. we haven't had that in a long time. We've both been either like like with Soul Station, we're both like, yeah, this kind of sucks, yeah. or <laughs> like the other movies, they're like, this is fucking dope, dude. Yeah, this, this is, is dope last, too. What's funny is the last movie that got happened was Midsommar, but I kind of cut around on Midsommar. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder. I like that movie though. I, I think that, I, I mean, Midsommar was something that I, I think garnered a little bit more of argumentation from. Yeah. Um, like in that, like which, and I don't, I still don't agree with your criticism. I no, I do, I still agree with your criticisms of that movie. And this movie, this movie is a little bit different because it has such obvious flaws. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, let's. Uh, All right. What's your you What's your stamp? Yeah, do you... dude. Okay. Stamp oh, it. I <laughs> okay. This is my enjoyment of the film. I'm gonna give this a, a solid four and a half out of Nice, nice. I, um, I was very bored. I almost fell asleep a couple times. Yeah. Um, I just wasn't into the story. You know, we talked, we did a whole review. I repeat myself. Uh, what would you give this movie? <laughs> hey, you know me, I'm an Aquarius. Six out of ten. Six out of ten, yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. I get it. I get it. I got it. Yeah, yeah. Um, before we go, though, <laughs> what the fuck does the title mean? Because after yeah. I watched the movie, I was like, I, I don't even know what the Black Rainbow is. And that's something that I would like an answer to. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. When I, when I watch the title, that's just me personally. <laughs> yeah. When I watch a movie that's called Beyond the Black Rainbow, I'll be like, okay, what is Beyond the Black Rainbow? Yeah. And I didn't get any answer to that. Okay. You know, I didn't know what it was either, but, um... I, I know who he mentions it. He goes, I saw Beyond the Black Rainbow. Like, yeah, yeah. Was this your DMT trip? Like, yeah. Was, is that the Black Rainbow? So... I, I had no idea what it was until right now when I I this uh-huh. and this is not anything concrete don't, because don't the only the only thing that uh really I think the <laughs> only concrete thing that connects back to the name was that terrible thing when he smells rosemary and he's like you smell like a black rainbow which was like <laughs> the lamest thing ever but now in my interpretation of it. I think it links back to uh, the trip out sequence yeah. where that pool of whatever it was, oh, okay. like acid, maybe that was the black rainbow. Sure. And it was like the, the cosmic horrors on the other side yeah. of it. And it's talking sure. about what that does to humanity. Sure. Um, it's what, what yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. So, and okay. also, there's another, <laughs> there's another shot in the movie where. Um, I was expecting to see a black rainbow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there was another shot where, do you remember when Elena was in the shaft and had that really cool shot looking down of her, like, crawling yes, around I the shaft? Yeah, I that. That was awesome, yeah. There's, there's, there's rainbow-color pipes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's leading to a pit of blackness. Black yeah, rainbow. I, I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's our analysis of the title. <laughs> yeah. This is not. This is not narrative. Do you if we just <laughs> for two hours just analyze the title without seeing the movie? Yeah, that'd be funny. That'd be pretty funny. Before we watch the movie, we have to like be like, okay, what does the title mean? <laughs> we have to and come to. We have to be unanimous. We are. Unanimous on what this means before we move on. Yeah. 
Dude, what's All our right, what's our film for next week? Fuck. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, your boy did not, was not prepared. So here's what I'm gonna do. All right. I got a list on IMDb. You're gonna, gonna randomly pick up. one. I have a list of 421 movies. Oh, dude, almost 420. Like, I like to watch. Almost 420. I'm going to scroll, 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 and... What are we watching? Definitely not that. All right. <laughs> so, <laughs> I think... All right. So, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I think we should do a movie that... Um, oh, man. Oh man, let's do eight and a half. <laughs> Dude, that's actually a great one. I've never seen eight and a half. Dude, that's a fucking good uh, one. I think that's on that's on Canopy too, which yes, is it's a easy eight to watch. Eight and a half is a is a Italian uh, art film by one of the great directors, something uh, Fellini. <laughs> I don't know his first name. <laughs> gonna do research or anything. So we're gonna do eight and a half. We're gonna talk about eight and a half. It's this I've heard is a, a lot about it. Always want to go watch it. That's a great and one. So, that's a great. That's a great pick. I um, also I just want to mention that since that is on Canopy, it's I wanted to tell people about Canopy because yeah. it's a godsend that I don't think right. most people know about. Canopy. Why we losing soon though? Well, actually. Not with this fun fact that I might have learned from the internet. <laughs> oh, yeah? So we get Canopy. We get a subscription through it from our alma mater now, Denison University. But, um, and you might too if you're a kid like us. Yeah. One, of, one of you dozen out there. Um, then, Love our audience is 65. <laughs> <laughs> then, uh, then you can log in, probably can log into Canopy, which is basically Netflix but with more but of like a criterion, yeah, yeah, like criterion art cinema kind of vibe. Yeah, a lot of cool stuff and documentaries, a yeah. yeah. lot of cool stuff. It's cool. Um, Netflix without the shows. And yeah. um, the, what I learned is that you might be able to get Canopy, Canopy from your local library for free, baby. Uh, so I'm not 100% on that. I think we're still on the school Canopy, but if not, Rental. Check out your local library. I'm and sure if you, you get eight and a half. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's available. Yeah, I'm anyways. like wild at heart. God damn it. Yeah. Did you get a Blu-ray for that? Yeah, I got it. Me too. Do yeah. that soon. On the horizons, you dozen. All right, boys and girls, and men and women. And children. Children. <laughs> All you six-year-olds out there. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to the Beyond the Black Rainbow review. Um, the film's rated R, so if you want to watch it, <laughs> you got to bring your parents in. Yeah, you got to have your parents and watch be considerate because you your parents yeah. might not like it. Yeah, even if you're a kid and you're an Aquarius, think about your Virgo mom, okay? Right. She might not like it. She might, yeah, she might not like <laughs> it. So you gotta, <laughs> you gotta keep that in mind. Yeah, you know, the, uh, people don't know this, but if you go on the ratings of a movie, yeah. You know, it says R. Okay, what's this R for? Yeah. Under it, it says very, very small <laughs> letters. So small that you need a magnifying glass. To, to get a poster, use a magnifying <laughs> glass. It will say what star sign you need to be 
to enjoy the film. Now this is um, this is prescription magnifying glass, and it's in the very small print in the right corner, yeah, so not yeah, most people can see it. But it's also very expensive, <laughs> thousands and thousands of dollars to buy these types of magnifying glasses. Are made out of crystal? Yeah, diamond. But hey, they very know rare. they know that the people who want to know their star sign before they see a movie, they know they got those. You know, Absolutely. we're prepared. We're ready. We're ready. Absolutely, they're likely an app for it as well (laughs) yeah that can like scan it and stuff anyways if you're also (laughs) let me let me just say one more thing that if your mom does not like (laughs) your virgo mom does not like going to see this beyond the black rainbow when you go when you go and see it in theaters and your mom doesn't like it go with your privacy yeah 2010 tell her tell her hey hey mom Check out the Thick and Butter podcast. They talk Check about this. Check out the Thick and Butter podcast. Really well. So tell your mom. <laughs> tell your Virgo mom. If you what's want updates about the podcast, where do we go? We go to Instagram. We go to our Instagram at thickandbutter.com. Where thick else could butter, we go? Thickandbutter.com. Our Instagram <laughs> at thickandbutter.com. Thick and Butter podcast on Instagram. We also have a uh, Twitter. Gonna, we don't tweet. Yeah, uh, that's going to change, start, though. I want to tweet. <laughs> that's going to change right now. I hopefully this summer, I don't care if this pandemic is happening, I need to see you. I'm yeah. gonna drive down to Kentucky and maybe <laughs> when we're together again. And we can do a, do a, Twitter, podcast, a Twitter reunion. Live tweet. <laughs> 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 All right. We gotta get the we fuck out you. of here. Bye bye. Bye. Peace out. Eight and a half next week. Bye bye. Be there or be a Virgo. <laughs> bye bye. Bye.